Hi, welcome to Harvest Church Podcast. We pray that as you listen today, you are blessed and encouraged. Thank you so much for listening in. If you want any more information about our ministry, we'd love you to jump onto our website, harvestaustralia.org. Have a great day. Awesome. Well, it's great to see you guys here this morning. We're going to, uh, it's, it's Pentecost Sunday and most of you know what that is. Um, maybe some don't, but it's, it's obviously a, a celebration in the Christian calendar 50 days after Easter typically. And, but for us uh, Pentecostal charismatics, it's, it's a day where we remember, obviously, the book of Acts chapter 1 and chapter 2 particularly where the Holy Spirit was poured out on the day of Pentecost. And so it signifies the outpouring of the Holy Spirit onto us, Jews and Gentiles, his people, his believers. So that's a simple snapshot of why does this uh, day, what does Pentecost mean? And so I've often looked at this and, and thought about this and thought about moves of God. And I've just realized Karen's not here. She's meant to be coming up sharing soon. But anyway, um, I'll just sort of stall until we're there. Uh, but I've often thought about this and, and like most of you, read about past revivals, read about moves of God, and we pray for God to move. We watch, you know, um, some people would call us storm chasers, you know, chasing after wherever there's a storm of the Spirit breaking out, where we're... YouTubing it, we're watching it. And why is that? It's because we're hungry for God to touch his people. And, uh, and so today I want to share just a little bit about really why. <laughs> why is Pentecost important? Why is the Holy Spirit coming upon his people important? We're going to read in the book of Acts chapter 1, verses 4 to 8. Acts chapter 1, 4 to 8. And... Uh, Luke actually was giving an explanation here of a little bit of a history lesson about the works of Jesus and then what Jesus said about the Holy Spirit coming. And so he said on one occasion while he was eating, this is Jesus talking, um, with them, he gave them this command. Jesus said, Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then he said to them, It's not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you going to at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? Then it goes on and the history lesson continues. What I want to bring out today is three things out of this passage of why is this still very important for us as believers? The first thing is intimacy. Intimacy. The Holy Spirit being poured out onto all flesh, onto us. And I might just clarify here. The Holy Spirit, when we believe in Jesus, the Holy Spirit is given to us as a deposit. He is given to us as a deposit. And then there is a secondary infilling of the Holy Spirit. Now, this is where theologically we, we will split hairs with some people. Some people would say when we believe in him, we receive the Holy Spirit, and that is the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Fair enough, that can happen too. 
But normally, and you read through the book of Acts, and you'll see that even believers get their hands laid on them and they receive a secondary experience of the Holy Spirit. Is that okay? If it's not okay, you can go and get a coffee and bless you. But the truth is, who doesn't want to be filled with the Holy Spirit? And so why would we want to minimalize it anyway? We get him a little bit or we get him uh, in the fullness and a little bit as a deposit at believing, at salvation, and then we receive a full empowering of it when we are filled with the Holy Spirit. And so it's to draw us into intimacy with the Father. And we can see on the day of Pentecost, uh, we can even see Jesus' explanation here. He talks about the Father promising the Holy Spirit. So this is something that draws you and me into relationship with the Father. The Holy Spirit shows us the will of God. He shows us. He is our conscience. But he also manifestly touches our lives to draw us into relationship. Like maybe during worship this morning, you were drawn into his presence. That's the work of the Spirit. Maybe there's times where you're just more aware of his presence. You're reading his word and you're drawn into his presence. You're drawn into his awareness of him. That's intimacy. And so it's worth also saying that there's many of us who experience the tangible presence of God in very, very different ways. And so some people will receive from the Holy Spirit and it's very tangible and it's very obvious and and they will know God is touching me right now. Other people, like me, it might take a little bit more to get through my skin and so I have to be become very conscious and aware of the Holy Spirit and it's generally quite deep and quite... Um, quite a a little portion of that manifest presence that, say, Karen receives, very manifest way that she receives. And so we're all different in this room as to how we receive from God. And none of it's wrong. All of it's right because it's up to him, not up to us. And so when we, sometimes we can put pressure on ourselves and, you know, you might have been at older calls where everyone else is receiving and you're trying to pop your eyeballs out receiving from the Holy Spirit. Nothing happens. And and, and you feel bad because of that. I want to just get rid of any guilt or shame or condemnation because it's not up to you. Your part is the faith part, the obedience part. The rest is up to him. So we don't have to try. We don't have to whip anything up. We don't have to stir anything up. What we're doing is out of obedience saying, Holy Spirit, come and have your way. Holy Spirit, come and fill me. And then it's up to him. And of course, we would love... Uh, tongues of fire to fall in the room and, and a manifest outpouring of the Holy Spirit. We, we say, bring it on. But whatever he chooses to do, he can do. And so it's for intimacy to draw us in. The next thing, why would we need infilling of the Holy Spirit is to be empowered by him. Most of you, like me, there's many times where our Christian faith can feel like a head knowledge and everyone's laughing at us or, or, or everyone else might be succeeding. But for some reason, us Christians in society are made to feel like these wimpy little beings who really are irrelevant. Now message is old and traditional and all it's done is brought hurt upon the generations and it's done bad things. And so that's what our modern media want people to think. But Ultimately, we need the power of the Holy Spirit and the reign of the Holy Spirit. Please hold our roof, Jesus. (laughs) 
So everyone's thinking it, so I've got I to gotta say it. I mean the leaking part and the outpouring part, but not an inpouring, just an outpouring. <laughs> but we are not to be the wimpy people of society where our message is old, our message is boring, our message is something that, you know, in past traditions it was okay. I, you often hear people talk about, I used to be religious, but it didn't work for me. Well, then they didn't find Jesus. And they certainly weren't empowered by the Holy Spirit. But they were just brought up on a system, a structure. It could have been a footy club or a bowling club. Same result. And so we need the power of the Holy Spirit to make the Father intimate, make him real and make us realize his, his word and his goodness, but also to empower us, to empower us. Put up your hand this morning if you want more power. There wouldn't be a person in the room. I know everyone does. Everyone wants more power. Every, there's nothing wrong with even saying that. It might be power for being a good husband or a good wife. It might be power for succeeding in life, succeeding in your career. It might be power for doing all sorts of different exploits. Because remember, there's different gifts and different talents and different... There's all sorts of different things and many, many members of the one body, but we need the power of the Holy Spirit to accomplish the greater things. And so in this day and age, we need our church, our people to remain and to continue being filled with the Holy Spirit so that we can release the power of God, the power of the Holy Spirit. And it's a challenge in, in modern church, to be honest with you, because in our day and age, it's one of those things that people... When, when the power of God comes, often strange things happen to people's bodies. There's manifestations. There's, there's an outpouring of the Holy Spirit, like we see about if you want to read about it, read Acts chapter 2, and you'll see people got drunk. They got filled with the Holy Spirit. They got all joyful. And it's like, what's going on here? I, I still, to this day, after being a generation in church life, seeing God move like that, it's still one of those fascinating things. It's like, why God? Why and, and Karen says, so good. <laughs> but I want to encourage you, don't be baffled by what you don't understand. Be amazed at what God chooses to do. And as we look on with amazement, I mean, I'm sure the people watching these 120 people staggering and being drunk and filled with the Holy Spirit, they're like, what on earth is going on? But those who had an open heart and said, man, I want a little bit of that... They would have been the ones who became the multipliers. They would have been the ones who jump in. So when God's moving, when the Holy Spirit is moving, it may be in one person, maybe in a hundred people. We want to be those people who go, wow, I want in. I want in. I might not understand everything, but I want in. You know, it's, it's interesting that there's so many facets of life and earth and nature and you know, space, and there's so many facets of life that we don't actually understand so many things about, and yet we don't reject them just because we don't understand them. For example, we don't know where the sky ends, but we know there's a sky, and we don't wipe out that whole theology of sky and stars and space and everything just because we don't understand some of those facets. And it's the same with when God's moving. We want to be a people who are hungry for what he is doing, not what he isn't doing. Hungry for looking out for the Lord's moving in our life and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, maybe in one, maybe in a hundred, maybe in a thousand. But when we go after that, he 
he multiplies. And where there's hunger, he moves. We, we know that. And lastly, for multiplication. It's one of those things that if you look back through church history, and I've done this a little bit over my lifetime, I've looked at take out the great moves of God, the great revivals of God, and basically evangelism is very, very small across the history of earth. Very small. And, but you throw those moves of God back in and you can see, I mean, Pentecostals, for example, really have only been around for about 120 years and yet it's got something like half a billion people in that movement. Why? Because the multiplication of the Holy Spirit. The most people saved, most people healed, most people delivered, most people brought into church is in Pentecostal churches. Why is that? Because the Holy Spirit loves to multiply. He loves to multiply. Why? Because, as it says here, because he wants us to be witnesses to the ends of the earth. How do we do that? We be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because when we're filled with the Holy Spirit, something happens. There's, a, there's, there's an excitement, there's a contagiousness, and there's a momentum and even a catchability, if you like, of it's a witness for God's kingdom. And so... Actually, I'm going to ask Karen to come up. I'm going to ask the worship team to come up as well. And we, we have no plan exactly how we're going to sort of finish this thing. Uh, are you okay with that? You can click your seatbelt on if you want or undo your seatbelt if you like. And, um, but I, I want to encourage everyone here today that God is not finished with you. He is not finished with you. Many of you, he hasn't even started yet. But God has not finished with you. One of the things about the work of the Holy Spirit is that he amplifies a lot of the good natural gifting and he releases it through us. So where we've got some natural gifting, he often amplifies that and multiplies that and makes that area even more anointed even more gifted. And so you might have been struggling in some areas, hitting some ceilings and just not breaking through in any area or these areas of your life. I want to encourage you. The filling of the Holy Spirit often is the releasing of those ceilings because what we can accomplish in the natural is only so much. We can only witness to so many people in our street. We can only do so much in the natural. But then the power of the Holy Spirit is the amplifier of who he is in us. Amplifies that gifting and he releases power in our lives. And so Karen's just going to share a little bit about that and then we'll just see what God wants to do. Is that okay? Good morning. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> I love the Holy Spirit. I love the presence of God. I know that I'm here today because of him, because of the Holy Spirit, because of what God has done in my life through the power of his spirit. If you need more peace in your life, get filled with the spirit. If you need joy, get filled with his spirit. If you want breakthrough in your life, get filled with the spirit. Because you see, I reckon there's a little secret in heaven and it's this. It says, not by might, not by power, but it's by my spirit. 
And have you ever wondered why sometimes it's so hard in this area or in that area? And you know, no matter how hard we try, and we try hard, right? <laughs> we all really do. But you see, what if God has ordained that it's not going to be by our own might, no matter how hard we try? What if he has already ordained that it's not going to be by my own power and my own strength, no matter how much effort I put in? What if it is his decree that it will be by his spirit in your life and mine? Because then he gets the glory. Amen. 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 Because you see, we as people tend to think if we put the effort in, then we've done something really special and we tend to get really excited about it and we want to tell everyone what we've done and, and you know, how did you do it? Oh, well, let me tell you the little secret way I've done this and I can tell you my story and it all becomes about me. But you see, it's never about me. It's never been about us. It's always been about Jesus. <laughs> it's always been about Jesus. The whole plan from the beginning until the end is all about Jesus. It's all about him receiving the glory. And you see, we have a radical king. We have a radical father who came up with a plan to send his son to die for us. That's a radical thing to do. It doesn't happen every day. And we have a radical Jesus who didn't stay in the church, but he broke through the walls. And he sat with the broken, he sat with the weary, he sat with the sinners and he poured love and grace and goodness upon them and they loved him. We have a radical God who still wants to do radical things in us by his spirit. He can accomplish more in you and more in me in one minute by the power of his spirit than we can accomplish in a lifetime by all of our effort and all of our trying and all of our striving. One minute. How do we receive from him? We surrender. We give ourselves to him. And we open our hearts and we receive by faith. And we say, come Holy Spirit and fill me. And I lay myself down, I lay down my striving, I lay down my trying, I lay down all my, all my own effort, Lord, and I come to you and recognize that I need you and I can't do it on my own. So fill me, Lord. You see, we live in a day right now that all of history has longed to live in. You know, even the disciples, when they walked with Jesus, they were in the very presence of the king every day. They ate with him. They sat with him. They talked with him. They walked with him. And, and they were in awe of him. They loved him with their lives unto death. And many of them gave their lives for Jesus. And that's how the church was born, because they loved it. The presence of Jesus is the Holy Spirit. This Holy Spirit is the very spirit of Jesus. And, and we not only get to know him, but we get to have him live inside of us. The Holy Spirit lives in us and through us and all around us. And he accomplishes through us the will of the Father. He accomplishes in us and through us and all around us. Because it's not by might and it's not by power, but it's by my spirit. And many years ago, when I encountered the Holy Spirit for the first time, my external relationship with God became an internal one because I not only knew about God from what I read in the Bible or what I heard but I knew him for myself 
That's the relationship with God that he wants with each and every one of us. He doesn't just want you to hear about someone else's story. He doesn't just want you to hear about something that's happened somewhere. He wants you. He wants oneness with you, intimacy with you. He wants to be closer to you than you could ever dream or know or comprehend. That's why he's given everything for you. And even today, I know today that that when God filled me years ago and the different times when I've encountered him and been filled by his presence and each time in a different way, each time in a new way, in a fresh way for what that season was and what that day, I know that that's not enough for today. I need him today. I need him right now. I can do nothing apart from him. It is only through him. It's it's John 14, 15, you know, abide in me. I can do nothing apart from the Father. Even Jesus said, I can do nothing apart from the Father. We need him every day, every day. Do you need peace? He's peace for you today and he's going to fill you. Do you need joy, breakthrough? Do you need to see anxiety and depression broken? Do you need to hear his voice afresh? Do you need his healing in your body? That's who he is. And he loves to fill us. He doesn't want us just to hear about him. He wants to be in us and through us and all around us. He's so good. And he never asks us to walk alone. He never asks us to accomplish anything on our own. Whatever he calls us to, he empowers us and equips us by his spirit. When he says, I'm calling you to do this, many of us are like, God, I don't know if I can do that. Maybe call this person over here. I think they might be better equipped. You know, he's going to pick you because you can't do it. (laughs) He's going to choose you because he knows you know you can't do it. Because he's going to do it in you and through you by the power of his spirit and he will get all the glory. (laughs) So for me, the Holy Spirit's my life and my breath. I'm here today because of him. I, I, I wake up every day because of him. And, and without him, I can't breathe. <laughs> without him, I don't want to walk in religion because it's dry and it's dead and it's rules and it's, it's just things written down on a page. But when he breathes upon his word and, and when he brings it to life by his spirit, when he breathes upon us, we come alive by his spirit. You know, John 10, 10 says, the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy, but I have come to to give life to the full. That's not just meant to be a promise. It's meant to be our experience. He wants to fill us with his spirit. He doesn't expect us to be happy on our own or be peaceful on our own or have breakthroughs all by ourselves. He wants to be the one that is that in us. He is our joy. He is my peace. He is my strength. He is my life. He is my breath. He is the one that releases breakthrough. And he wants to come and fall afresh on us. And we're celebrating today Pentecost. But really it's an everyday celebration. Amen. (laughs) We celebrate today because it's the day in history where the Holy Spirit was poured out for the first time. 50 days after Jesus died on the cross for you and I. 50 days later. 10 days after Jesus rose again. And the disciples watched him rise into heaven. They waited. He said, wait for me in Jerusalem until I clothe you with power from on high. He said, don't go and try and fill the Great Commission on your own. (laughs) Jesus, don't go and try and do it on your own. Wait for me. 
Let me fill you with my spirit and then you'll have my power to accomplish everything I've called you to do. That's how the church was born. That's the story of Jesus. It's the story of the gospel. It's his kingdom. It's his heart. It is the God that we love. It's, it's his son given for us and it's his spirit poured out to fill us, to carry out and to keep carrying out the great commission. Would you stand with us this morning? We want to pray as we finish this morning at 11.11. <laughs> we want to pray this morning for those that would like prayer, for fresh filling of his presence and of the spirit. And you might be like me, you might have encountered God before in the past and, and you know, you're in a place where you just need more of him. <laughs> you need him to be your joy, you need him to be your strength, you need him to move mountains in your life, you need fresh life and fresh joy and a fresh fire in your heart. Or you might have never received the Holy Spirit before, this might be your first time. You might not have been filled yet with the tangible presence of the Holy Spirit. And you know, Marty's right. It's, it's different for each and every one of us. But when you try and put a big God into a tiny person, things sometimes happen. Sometimes not. It's fine. But he's a big God and he loves us and he's with us and he's for us. And he's so faithful. He really is. And he wants to be with us even more than we want it. Yeah, why don't you just close your eyes and lift your hands if you're hungry for a touch of God, if you're hungry for... Uh, I believe just as I was praying and as Karen was sharing that also he wants to deposit callings, callings yeah. Yeah. on people this morning. And some of you have had callings that have been asleep that are going to be awakened. Yeah. And so in this time, it's a holy time where we touch God, where we connect with Him. It's not just a ritual. And so if you're hungry to connect with him, just lift your hands. It's just an act of obedience. And then the Holy Spirit, he's the one who comes and does the work. He's going to refresh. He's going to pour in. He's going to encourage. He's going to release callings. He, some of you, maybe you haven't even connected to God and given him your life. Now's a perfect time to do that and say, Jesus, I'm yours. Jesus, I'm yours. And you connect with him. There's... This moment is so much for so many people. It's a connection point. And so, Holy Spirit, we ask right now that you would release your power, release your presence, release your voice over us, your tribe. Lord, I pray for awakened callings, awakened callings that even right now we would feel you, we would see you, we would hear from you. And that you'd release your fire, release your presence. I pray for baptism of the Holy Spirit upon us, your believers. A fresh baptism, a fresh baptism of the fire of the Holy Spirit. That we would go from this place with fresh fire, fresh anointing, fresh power from on high. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, let's lift our hands together this morning. 
And let's just begin to welcome him. You know, the Bible talks about the Holy Spirit being the breath of God. He's the breath of God. And, and, and we can just breathe him in and receive his presence this morning by faith. And don't worry about the person next to you. Don't worry about what's happening <laughs> because he's here to meet with you. And he cares about you this morning. He cares about us all. And Lord, we just, we just thank you right now, Lord, for your presence. We thank you, Holy Spirit. And we welcome yeah. you, Shakaravasan, to the fall afresh. Yeah, we welcome you. We welcome you. We welcome you, Lord, that you would come and fill us, that you would fill us with your goodness. You would fill us with the very fragrance and atmosphere of heaven, that you would fill us until we overflow with you, Jesus, and that you would saturate us in your presence. Lord, that we would be saturated and dripping in your goodness in the very atmosphere of heaven. Father, we thank you that it's your heart, it's your desire, it's your deepest longing, Lord, that you would be with us, that you would be one with us. And as Jesus prayed, that we would be one with you as he is one with you. Lord, we thank you by your spirit that you make us one with you. We thank you, Lord. And Father, we pray this morning, come fill us again. Come do it again like you've done it before. Come do it again, Shabbat. Holy, 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 holy. Just begin to ask him this morning. If it's you this morning, if you want a fresh touch of his presence, just begin to pray, just begin to ask him. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Fall afresh. Yeah, thank you, Lord, for your presence. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Marinate us, soak us, saturate us. Yeah, come, Lord, let your glory rest upon us. Oh, let your glory fall upon us this morning. Yeah, marinate us, Lord, saturate us, fill us. Yeah, cover us, cover us, cover us. Yeah. And Father, we ask for fresh eyes to see and ears to hear. Lord, that our spirit would receive from you. And, and Lord, that we would see as you see, that we would hear your voice afresh this morning. Lord, we thank you for the sweetness of your presence here yes. in this place. Yeah, more of you. More yes. of you, Lord. Yeah. Yeah, just keep keep pressing in for another minute or two. Just yeah. many of you just sensing God's presence. Yeah. Just keep keep dialing in. Keep pressing in. Holy Spirit, we ask even more. Even more right now, Lord, that your fresh presence would be released in greater measure right now. Right now, in Jesus' name. Fresh infilling. Fresh infilling. In the name of Jesus. Yeah, empowering for everything that you have for us, Lord. We ask for fresh gifting and calling and anointing. Holy Spirit, come and have your way. Come and have your way. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We say more, Lord. We say more, Lord. Thank you, Lord. want to stay standing you might want to sit down you might just feel heavy in his presence that's the holy spirit you might want to kneel down 
But we want to also just open up to anyone who would like us to pray for them this morning for a fresh touch of the Spirit. Or if you haven't been filled with the Spirit before, we want to invite you to come down and we're going to lay hands on you and pray for you to be filled with the Holy Spirit right now here in this place. And your life will never be the same. You will never be the same again. So if you'd like prayer, come forward this morning and we're going to pray for you and just down on, on both sides this morning. But we're just going to ask the worship team just to worship and feel free just to stay and linger for a few minutes in his presence. Lord, we thank you that you're so faithful. We thank you that you love us more than we could know or comprehend. We thank you that you've given everything for us, Lord. We thank you that it is your great joy to fill us and fill us and fill us to overflowing with who you are. And Lord, we thank you for the, the privilege, Lord, of being sons and daughters so deeply loved. And Father, we ask this morning that as we come, that fire would fall in Jesus' name. Lord, that fire would fall from the altar of heaven upon our lives afresh this morning that there would be a fresh empowering a fresh filling a fresh renewing we decree callings come alive we decree warriors come alive we decree fresh life in every heart and soul in Jesus name breakthrough in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name yeah there are some people who are going to have a, a radical encounter with Jesus this morning and there are some who I really sense from the Lord that are going to get filled with the Holy Spirit. And this week, you're going to have dreams and visions and encounters of God like you've never experienced before. You're going to know Him in a way that you have not known Him before. Because He's here right now in this place. And He wants to meet with you. He doesn't care about any other detail right now, but meeting with you and filling you right now, right here in this place. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.